0: Welcome to Season 2 of Convos with QVIC, a podcast where queer community leaders at the University of Victoria talk about their queer identities, coming out, resources for queer residents and students, and all things LGBTQ related. I'm Senior Community Leader Joe, and I'll be your host, along with a wide variety of special guest CLs. Before we get started, we just wanted to acknowledge and respect the Lekwungen peoples on whose traditional territory the University of Victoria stands on, and the Songhees, Esquimalt, and Wasanich people whose historical relationship with this land continues to this day, and also to recognize that we live, work, and play on unceded territory that is not ours. Hello and welcome back to Convos with QVIC. For our fifth episode, we're going to be talking about FAQs that newly out LGBTQ plus people might have with special guest Seal Claire from Ring. Welcome, Claire. Would you like to introduce yourself? Awesome.
1: Thank you so much for having me. Uh, my name is Claire. My pronouns are she and her and also they, them. Very excited to be here with you. Mm-hmm. Um. So what are we talking about today? Kind of want to talk a little bit about people that are unsure or kind of like wavering on their sexuality. Mm-hmm. Mostly gay, lesbian, pansexuality, bisexuality kind mm-hmm. of thing. Honestly, I can only speak to what I know. Mm-hmm. And what I know is that... It's okay to be unsure. I was unsure for a number of years and what I believe is most true for a lot of people is that time will tell, right? You'll learn from experience and it's okay if you don't know and it's okay to take time to figure it out. It's also okay to not care about your sexuality at all. I've met a lot of people that just don't give a flying crap.
0: Mm. So
1: yeah, that's totally valid and people prefer not to label it, that's okay as well. Everybody has valid sexuality and it's really important to remember that you are unique and wonderful in your own way. There's no need to stress about whether or not you're queer. Yeah, and some people
2: are super into, like, labels, like, validate them, mm-hmm. and that also okay, and, like, yeah. I know Sarah on the team doesn't like a label, and, like, also okay. Yeah.
1: yeah. you're so right. Absolutely. I was just talking about this, actually, with one of my friends the other day, mm-hmm. and I think they said something really interesting, which was, to them, labels are just there to make other people more comfortable with mm-hmm. your own sexuality, and why would you need to do that if you're comfortable with who you are? Totally. Right? That's such a good point. I can't take credit for that. That was just kind of something that <laughs> I, I, really I was like, oh, that's very, that's very wise. I like that. Well, I mean,
2: yeah, it's so true. I guess like it's such a, it's like a world for straight people. Like straight people don't have to come yeah. out, but we do. Like totally. it's like we revolve around that and, mm. and trying to deal with that and also being queer is like fine line for sure.
1: Yeah, totally. I mean, some people believe themselves to be gay and then Mm -hmm. end up realizing that they're they're bisexual later in life. So what does that label even mean? It's basically meaningless at that point, right? Mm. Just to like come out like years later and like change what you've already come out as it's, it it just doesn't matter that much. Right. Mm -hmm. So yeah. So once you come out, it's not like a permanent label that's like engraved on your soul that you can't ever change for the rest of your life. You know, like sexuality is fluid and it can change and you might discover things that you like now that you had no idea that you would like until you tried it Mm -hmm. right which kind of ties back to the first idea that it was really like time will tell and you're going to learn from all your experiences
2: Totally. Yeah, like as you get older, and I guess the same with pronouns, those can like change. I know some people who are like gender fluid and their pronouns change depending on the day and like also super okay. And I think the queer community is just like so varied. Like there's so many different like, I feel like every queer person is unique in the way they experience their queerness. So yeah, it's super important to recognize that. And like being gay is just not one thing. It's like so many different things.
1: Yeah, totally. That's a great point. Um, For me, in my case, I knew very, very young that I was unlike my friends, that I wasn't straight. There was no way that I was straight. But I also liked boys. So I was definitely like not 100% Mm -hmm. gay either. Yeah. Which is just very confusing when you're a teenager and everything is still developing. You don't quite understand things yet. Um, You know, like girls were always just so attractive to me. And like maybe every other boy was attractive to me, but just always, girls were always, always gorgeous, always Mm. so pretty, always so attractive. So I kind of spent this like endless cycle thinking, oh no, well maybe I actually am gay and I've been lying this whole time. And I'm just attracted to boys (laughs) because society says I should be, right? But then I was like, oh no, what if I'm straight and I've been lying to everyone this whole time? And then it's this endless loop of, well maybe I'm straight, well maybe I'm gay. Oh no, what if I've been lying to everyone? when I. I came out it was like I don't even know if that's actually true (laughs) you know I was just kind of saying what was sounding or like Feeling most true to me in that mm-hmm. instance, and so that was very like hard to kind of process and uh, and figure out, especially when I was 17 or 18. Right? Well,
2: yeah, so. bisexuality is super weird. Like, yes, same experience. Like, mm-hmm. I liked boys, and and so I was like, cool, I'm straight. Like, I, I like boys. Like, yeah. done, done, right? And then I was like, oh, everyone has crushes on girls. Like, that's just a normal straight person experience, yeah. right? Everyone, uh... likes uh, <laughs> everyone likes girls. Everyone likes girls. Apparently not. Um, but like no like totally it's just you just you condition yourself to think that way and then like there's that thing of like oh you need to choose
1: bisexuality isn't real you need to choose and it's like no absolutely like for me like I officially sort of came out everyone Mm -hmm. when I was in maybe grade 10 as bisexual right Mm And then spent years thinking, okay, I am bisexual. This makes sense to me. Yeah. I like men. I like women, right? Um, but then coming into university and knowing what I know now, I've realized that the definition of pansexuality actually fits me a lot more. And I identify okay, less yeah. and less with like bisexuality as time goes on. And just kind of reading more about bisexuality and the difference between that and pansexuality, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm thinking like, wow, I was never actually bisexual. Okay, yeah. And it just kind of ties into the whole big loop. Well, shit, I've been lying to everyone now. <laughs> (laughs)
2: Yeah, and it's so hard to, like, yeah, talk yourself out of no, you're just, like continuing to like learn about yourself. It's so hard to be like, damn, like I got it wrong again and like what if it changes like and just being scared to come out again and yeah, Mm -hmm. it makes it a hard
1: process for sure. Kind of since then there's been like multiple like questions that people have asked me to kind of like figure out if I'm actually, you know, what I say I am or whatever. And Mm -hmm. it's just like kind of frustrating because it's like, well, like it's not really any of your business any. Mm -hmm. Like it's it's my business and like why do you why do you need to know so badly? Do you know what I mean? It's like why do you care? (laughs) (laughs) exactly exactly Yeah. yeah like one of the questions that I always always get especially from like straight white guys is oh well do you prefer having sex with men or women right and it's like well like to be totally honest with you I don't really prefer either yeah. right like I, d- I don't care what's in your pants and sometimes mm. I feel like that question like do you prefer men or women is actually are you more gay or are you more straight yeah. and that's kind of like the underlying like sort of thing that's coming through when they ask me that and I mean I like both and that's the whole point
2: yeah right? exactly Exactly. <laughs> and they're like testing you like how gay are you
1: really exactly like, like are you 10% gay yeah. or are you like really really gay you know
2: and it just like it just doesn't like comprehend in their brains like why like they do not understand but a lot of people use like apples and oranges like I can enjoy those fruits both like I don't have to like one or the other and like that's completely normal yeah,
1: but, yeah totally i mean like the other thing too that i'm kind of thinking like when people ask me that question mm-hmm. is they, they don't understand why i would like girls because it's not personally benefiting them so if it's like oh like you go have sex with women like without men like that's so weird because like society is always like oh women should please men you know should do what they can to please men and 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 you know make them food or whatever it is yeah. right and so then for them that idea of like oh wow you're like getting pleasure and it has nothing to do with men mm-hmm. that's weird and
2: then they want to like sit on it sit in on it and like then it's
1: okay like yeah. if the guy's like
2: watching if or they something can watch
1: or if they can join yes Ugh, i've gotten that question so many times yeah. you can i join like ew no no
2: <laughs> <laughs> it's like that ba- like it has nothing to do with you like yeah back up man yeah. you know
1: gross boundaries dude yeah <laughs> Like, you wouldn't just walk up to, like, you know, one of your other male gay friends and be like, oh, can I watch? Like, no. Yeah, like, that's gross. It's
2: weird. It's weird. Creepy. We- and also, like, all your friend. Like, no, thank you. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think, like, yeah, especially, like, straight men just try and, like, fetishize it. Yeah. And, like you said, kind of use it to their advantage. But as soon as it's not their advantage, they are just confused about it. Doesn't make sense, but.
1: Yeah, totally. And then, like, other people have, you know, sex with men and women, but maybe only feel romantic attraction towards one gender for me that's not the case but I always thought that was like super interesting because like I have been in love with people of both genders before Mm -hmm. in my life right like can I fall in love with someone of both genders yes of course Mm -hmm. I can you know like I've been asked that question before and I I never really know what to say because like you wouldn't ask a straight person how like can you fall in love with a woman Yeah. can you fall in love with men of course anybody can right like why does it matter like I don't understand Mm -hmm. right I feel like anyone can form a strong enough connection with someone else regardless of their orientation or identity you know if the connection is there like well exactly it's the
2: person like it has no idea like it's at least for me and I'm assuming for you as well like it doesn't have to do with like whatever their presentation or their genitalia or whatever the fuck. It's like just the person like who you're falling in love with, right? Like yeah. it doesn't matter what other factors, right?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I've had like people say like um that pansexuality is not only being attracted to any gender, but it can also mean like not caring about like age gaps. Like if mm-hmm. your partner is 30 years older than you, for example, or if you're, I don't know, your partner is a different race, like interracial relationships, yeah. like which I don't totally think is actually in line with pansexuality Mm -hmm. like it doesn't actually have anything to do but it's like very interesting that people have made those kind of connections Mm -hmm. right that like you it doesn't have to be it can be any gender and it can also be like any type of person
2: no totally yeah like it's like I said before, just, like, it's, yeah, falling in love with a person. And I, I kind of get, yeah, the connection of, like, say, like, the love of your life is, like, 20 years older than, like, if it works and, like, if you're both, like, of consenting age, then, like pop off like I think mm-hmm. I don't know you see on YouTube like the oh like my husband's like 30 years old and it's yeah. like people like freak out and it's like just let them live their lives yeah like, they're both
1: consenting adults there's no position of authority it's totally totally, fine, totally. Right?
2: and like yeah if there was a position of authority there'd be another problem yeah. but generally like no and, and like what it was until recently that people of like different uh, races could intermarry and stuff mm-hmm. like within like our grandparents like living memory which is absolutely insane to think about because yeah again it's like just the person and i think the queer community is really good for the most part i mean of course not everybody in any context of like yeah looking at the person um rather than like what's on the outside mm. and i think that's something like super incredible about the queer community
1: yeah, yeah. totally i don't know about you joe but mm. i definitely 100 percent believe in soulmates mm-hmm. I, oh but, for sure <laughs> but here's my thing right i believe in soulmates but i I also believe that there's more than one soulmate out there for you. So there's maybe like, I don't know, 20 people in mm-hmm. the world that if you got together with them, they would just be the perfect person totally. and you can spend the rest of your life so happy with them. I 100% believe that. For sure. Like,
2: yeah, on the same page. Because I feel like if there was just one soulmate, like, I feel like then if you if you don't find them, then that's or if like... they die when they're a child oh, or something. Exactly. Like, not to be
1: morbid, but like,
2: you know. Totally, yeah. And like, it makes sense. Because yeah, some people like, they get married and then their partner dies and like, they're and then they find another love of their life in their 50s and like, that's totally okay. Yeah, there's always like at least someone for everyone. And that's like
1: such a happy thought, you know, I would love to kind of like end on this kind of nice and cute yeah. note here. Um, I think kind of bottom line, right? Is that mm. love who you want, right? Yes. And who cares what other people think? Especially when you're first coming out, like it's so hard
2: to like think of you always think of like what other people are going to think of you and this and that and that. But it's like just like, yeah, be who you you are and i mean easier said than done but Mm -hmm. but it's true
1: yeah as much as you can be who you are love whoever you want and make no apologies awesome
2: Mm -hmm. thank you so much claire for for talking and being on this episode and thank you hopefully we'll have you back sometime soon i would
1: love that thank you so much for having me
0: Thanks for listening to Convos with QVIC. Make sure you come back for our next episode where we'll be talking about therapy and healing with CL Taha from Ring. If you have any suggestions for future episodes, please let anyone on the QVIC staff know, either in person at our events, which are run from 6 to 8 p.m. on Sundays in the rug for UVic residents, or message us on our Facebook or Instagram pages. See you around campus.